0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted today? The last podcast we talked about are children's key influencers. And I suggested to you it's really important to understand that these key influencers shape our children's world. They shape how they see the world, they shape how they behave. And therefore, it's really important to be aware of who they are and to have your child be aware that there are different perspectives out there in the world and they get to adopt them or adopt pieces of them as they get older, and to for them to get curious, as I've taught you guys, hopefully, to be curious with your kids, teach your kids to be curious with their key influencers. And if you haven't listened to it yet, it's pretty interesting to see who they could be and how they shape our kids, and how we should deal with that as we move forward in life. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about in relation to your kids and key influencers is that, again, we are, and I know I've mentioned that in past podcasts, because children mirror us, children adopt our behaviors as their normal, and so I want you to be really clear that we need to be our children's parent first and their friend second. And as the title of the podcast said, and sometimes you are even their principal. And we'll talk a little bit about that. There has been some controversy in the news recently in that kids are or sorry, parents are being fined for their kid's actions. So their kid could have bullied somebody, their kid could have done graffiti or committed a crime. And what's happening is parents are being held responsible for their kid's actions and being fined. I'm not sure if that happens uh, where you are around the world. I'd love to hear some examples if that does happen. However, it does happen in Uh, Canada, which is where I'm podcasting from, and in the United States. Um, So in North America, it's a trend. Um, It'll be interesting, actually. I'll do some research when I get off the podcast and see where else that could potentially happen in the world. But what I believe to be true is that that is or should be, I don't like to use the word should, but could be a solution to kids' behavior. I do believe that we as parents are responsible for our kids' behaviors. We are the ones that are shaping them the most and sending them out into the world. And as other key influencers are shaping them, it is our responsibility to be aware of who these key influencers are, how they are shaping them, and getting our kids to be aware that every consequence sorry every action that they do every choice that they make has a consequence. So to have conscious kids not to have kids that'll say oh after they've done something that isn't great, I didn't even realize I was doing that. And that does happen. There's tons of kids that say that, there's tons of adults that say that. Think about it in terms of food. You're at a party and there's a bowl of nuts out or a bowl of party mix or something out. Subconsciously, lots of times people just keep going by that and taking something even if they're not hungry. So that's an unconscious act, right, that most people do in some form or another. Or maybe you go to a party and it's birthday, and therefore you have to have cake. I'm talking about food stuff because I'm on a cleanse. So I'm super aware of those things being around. But what I want you to be aware of is that we make decisions all the time. And if you're not making them consciously, then you're making them non-consciously, obviously. And so are your kids. And if we're going to be responsible for our kids, which I believe we are responsible for our kids, then we have to teach them to be conscious. This actually could be the beginning podcast for my whole thing, because really that's my main objective is to teach parents to raise conscious kids. Therefore, parents need to be conscious and understand what that means so that they can help their kids be conscious. So parents need to understand that they are their child's parent first and their friend second. I know that sometimes it's easier to be their friend because you don't have to have consistent firm boundaries or realize that ultimately, as that they continue to grow, that you're the main person responsible for them. And also that sometimes it just really sucks because then they might not really like you in certain moments. But remember, it goes two ways. Sometimes I don't like my kids in certain moments. Always love them. Always, always love them but sometimes their behavior I don't like, which therefore in turn has me be upset with them. Same way it may go back, and sometimes that's why parents will not necessarily be the parent first and the friend second, because they don't want their kids to be mad at them. They want to be buddies. They want to have a good friendship or a good relationship. You can still have those things, but you really need to be the parent first. Um, I have a funny story for you, as I normally like to share stories. So my eldest son, who is 16 now, When he was five, he went to a full day of kindergarten one day. We lived in Ontario in Canada and they had full day of kindergarten and then the next day was a day off, so to speak, but I worked full time. So then he went, his second day was a preschool day or... Daycare, so one day day, one day kindergarten at a school, one day preschool slash daycare at a daycare center. So I went to pick him up one day from his preschool, and they told me that um, he wasn't listening and it was snack time, he refused to eat a snack. It was go outside time, he refused to go outside. It was coloring time, he refused to color. This is a very out of the ordinary because that son at that point in time had always been a, you know, jump river and it would be like, how high mom or how high to his teachers. Huge respect for adults and just easy going. So there wasn't usually any sort of controversy like this with him. So it was very interesting to hear that from the teachers. And um, I wanted to talk to River about it on the way home. He said he really just wanted to not talk about it quite yet. And I said, all right, well, when we take our dog for a walk, Odie, we will talk about it. So we took Otis for a walk and it ended up taking the little bit of a longer route so that we could really get a handle on what was going on. So I said, what's going on? And he said, well, there isn't a principal at school, so I don't need to follow the rules there because what's gonna happen to me? So all of a sudden in my head, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, he's gotten in trouble at his school, like where he went to kindergarten, and therefore he's had to see the principal, because how else would he know that there's a principal? (laughs) And That's where you go when you get in trouble. So it kind of made me giggle, but I thought, oh my goodness, don't jump to conclusions, let's finish the story with him. So I asked him, got curious, "Um, River, how come you know about the principal and the principal's office? So this is how he connected the dots. He was at kindergarten, and they had an assembly where they introduced the role of the principal. And in his mind, the message he heard was that the buck stopped at the principal. So if you misbehaved, you went straight to the principal's office. So when he went to preschool the next day, he asked his preschool teachers, oh, where's the principal's office and where's the principal? And they told him there wasn't a principal or a principal's office. So he decided that he didn't really need to follow the rules because who was going to actually enforce them? secretly I'm smiling because really how smart is that however outwardly I suggested that I was the principal of any situation he found himself to be in and so that at the end of the day always he'd have to deal with me regardless of what situation he was in preschool or kindergarten where there was a principal or out on the playground or at soccer, or anywhere he was. Basically, he needed to think of me as the principal. I am the person who would ultimately be responsible for his behavior. Well, ultimately, he's responsible, but ultimately, I'm responsible for the one who's going to help him figure out the choices he's making and potentially deal with the consequences if the decision he's making isn't great. So I said to him that he had a choice to change his behavior at preschool with seeing me as the principal now, and for those of you that are wondering, he did change its behavior. And then we actually had a conversation, too, about the role of the principal and taught him that principal uh, in school actually ends like pal, P-A-L. So principal. So I said to him, you know what? The principal at school is not this enemy and not this person where the back only stops there if you get in trouble you really need to be friends with your principal and aware of who they are, and have conversations with them outside of getting in trouble. Because just like I'd like him to think of any key influencers in his life, and especially those that are in power roles, that they're, pu- that they're people, sorry, that they're human beings, that they're people just like you and I, and that yes, they can deserve respect, but they would have to give respect. And the whole thing around not just having a blind trust in somebody because they're in this powerful position and thinking that only because they're there I'm going to act a certain way. Because as your kids grow up and there aren't people like that around, where does the buck stop for them? hopefully it does stop with you and you've instilled that in them, that when they get home, there's going to be a conversation. Now, I also want to point out to you, and um, I'm not sure if I've done this on other podcasts, but my kids know, I'm hoping as they get older, that no matter what happens and what choices they make, that I will always be there for them. I will not always like their behavior, but I will always love them. And so if they've made a mistake, then I am okay with the fact that they own it. We talk about it. And yes, they know that there might be a consequence. But if they're the kid that's out there and say they're at a party, and there's been drinking, and they don't want to get in the car, however, they know that I would be so mad if there was drinking at this party where they said there was no drinking, and I'd be so mad that it would be better to hide it from me. That's not okay. I want them to be able to pick up that phone and call me or text me these days and say, Hey, mom, there, is, there has been drinking, and I'd like you to come get me, or can you come get me? Or can we figure out a solution for me to get home that doesn't involve me getting in the car with somebody who's been drinking? And if it's them, I'd like them to be able to still let me know that they've been drinking, or their friends know that I'm somebody that, yes, we will have a discussion about that, but not in that moment, because in that moment, we need to protect that person and which is our son, or in in could be our daughter, or it could just be their friends, um, but that we really want them to know that we're there for them. And so again, you know, listen to my past podcast on key influencers and who they are and how they affect our children, and also think that you're the person responsible for your kids' behavior. So you really want them to always feel comfortable checking in with you about it. I'm hoping that's really clear for you guys today and again if there's something you have a question about let me know. Hit me up on Facebook it's my name Amber Scotchburn or email me at amber at amberscotchburn.com. and amber scotchburn is spelt amber spelt a-m-b-e-r A-M-B-E-R. You can also find it on iTunes. It'll be there. And scotch burn is like scotch the drink and burn if you drink it too fast. So S-C-O-T-C-H-B-U-R-N. So amber scotch burn. A quick way to remember that too if you forget is that amber is the color of scotch. If you drink scotch too fast, it might burn. So amber scotch burn. I am so excited that you guys listen and are giving me feedback and again, continue to do so because I would love to do some other podcasts that may affect something that you want to know more about and get twisted about it. Again, thanks for listening and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world great to have you with me today at with a twist please don't forget to give me a five star rating on iTunes that would be much appreciated as well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn thanks so much